often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 573. I am your host, Josh Ulbricht, recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse with my trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, laying on the floor by my desk. He appears passed out. He's tuckered out. It's about an hour after he had his last meal. So he should be nice and chill. Nice and chill. Doesn't seem to give a shit about what's going on over here. So we're cool there. (laughs) Uh, At some point, though, we'll probably wake up and have a few meows here and there. uh, He's tuckered out, though. Tuckered out. Must have had a hard day. Hard day. (laughs) Laying around. Tired him out. Uh, I did play with him briefly earlier. Maybe that's what did it. That could that could have been it. Ah, uh, I uh, man, I had a a theory. I was trying to figure it out before recording this. I know uh, there's a episode a few weeks back that I called it "Catch Up on the Mailbox" or something of that sort. Something close to that. Um, <clears throat> and uh. It was, uh, b- 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 I had re- talked about there was uh, ketchup ketchup and or barbecue sauce that was on my, my mailbox. And I had a theory as to what, what the reason why it was there, who, who did it as I talked it through. And then uh, I tried to go back and like listen to parts of it and try to find what it was. And uh, I can't, couldn't find what my theory was. <laughs> Like, uh, and, uh, sadly, because now I've got another incident and when that happened, uh, I wasn't sure if it was intentionally to hit my mailbox because it also hit my neighbor's mailbox thinking, you know, maybe, maybe I wasn't the target or, you know, I mean, I figured it was probably if anything, just some punk kids just tossing, you know, being jackasses coming through. But then, uh. Yesterday, I just happened to notice that somebody egged my garage, and I that I was unfortunately unable to clean that off either. Uh, I got some of it off, some big chunks, but god damn it, they're still like egg, you know, probably fucking eating through the paint on my goddamn garage door. <laughs> it's like you sons of bitches. Uh, so maybe somebody does have it out for me on the street. Um, n- not a fan. I don't. I don't know what's going on there. Probably just again some punk kid, neighborhood kids just fucking being jackasses. I remember, uh, when my mother lived on High Street and I lived there for a uh, part of the time. And when I lived there, actually, there was a uh, an incident where somebody hit her car with an egg. And it was like if you parked on this, there was parking in the back. We could park in the back. There was like an alleyway. People wouldn't generally fuck with it out there, but if you parked on the street, you were asking for it because there was a lot of vandalism that uh, happened there. And uh, 
Yeah, and then like after I had moved out, um, my mom had her car vandalized, I believe, a few times. Whereas there was uh, somebody that went up and down the fucking street and uh, was knifing tires. There was another incident where somebody uh, was breaking windows in cars up and down the street, and uh, it was not great. It was not great. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, that the windows was probably the worst part. I think that was more expensive than the uh, fixing the tire. As uh, and they, uh, I think when they did the windows, it was quite a few cars around town. It was almost like somebody working with the glass company was really trying to drum up business. <laughs> Not saying they were, but let's just say they had a lot of business because of this vandalist. And uh, you know, if if you you can go around and not get caught. I would think, uh, you know, it'd be a good good thing for your business. But uh, that that being said, I I don't I think they might have caught who did that and was not <laughs> an employee of any of the uh, auto glass repair uh, repair places nearby. Anywho, <clears throat> yeah, so that that was fun trying to clean that up yesterday. As I unfortunately couldn't quite get it all off. And then the areas where I did, I probably should have just used soap and water, but I ended up using, I used 409. Soap and water probably would have been safer on the the paint. <sighs> but, uh, I mean, the paint's already, like, fucking, I mean, this, this place is, like, almost 20 years old. I mean, the shit's faded anyway. And, uh, 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 it's just a shame. And some, some motherfucker in Florida won my, uh, Mega Millions jackpot the other day, so uh, I can't just you know pay to some have someone fix everything for me, and then of course sell the place and uh, and you know maybe get a get a nicer place, you know if if I did win a jackpot I would I'd get a a better house uh, that one that I didn't share walls with my neighbors, hopefully then I wouldn't have and you know maybe uh on a side street somewhere where there's not as much street traffic. And like punk bastards, punk kids, you know, doing the the vandalism such. Uh, and uh, then, of course, if it happened again, I could, you know, easily pay somebody to fix it. I don't want to have to fix this shit. <laughs> it's a pisser. Being an adult sucks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was on the bright side, though. Um gonna say the day before yesterday yeah it was thursday um at work uh they they do a lot of raffles for stuff we just had uh i guess a year without a lost time incident so uh they uh did some raffles and shit well i guess it was a safety raffle of some sort like the week before actually that i had won i'm not sure exactly what the raffle was but we had the lost time incident thing uh, Thursday where they gave us lunch and T-shirts, which they give us T-shirts quite often. And uh, I got to say, their T-shirt, whoever uh, does their T-shirts, fairly decent. This last one, I did notice some definitely imperfections in it. But, <clears throat> like, uh, I, I imagine they're they're spending a nice uh, pretty penny, though, on these uh, shirts. As uh, they... Uh, 
when I got my shirt the other day, uh, I was informed that uh, apparently I had won something from the raffle. They had raffled off several things, I guess, the week before. And uh, they were announcing it in the cafeteria, but I, on break time, I will go out to my car and uh, I have my uh, lunch and my cooler. And uh, I'll usually, like, freeze a Gatorade and then uh, leave it in my car. And by the time lunch rolls around, it's it's thawed out. And But it's still cold. So, I mean, that really hits the fucking spot, you know, on a day when it's insanely hot. And so, uh, yeah, I don't sit in the cafeteria, mainly because, um, you know, my previous job, I had the... Uh, I I always ate in the cafeteria. Well, you know, there's vending machines in the cafeteria. And uh, I end up eating really poorly. Even though then I brought my lunch, I would still fucking hit out the vending machines. And uh, they keep raising the prices and shit. Well, I'm sure everybody's aware of this thing called in, inflate, inflation, I guess. I don't know. Maybe people have heard of it. <laughs> yeah, prices on shit have become way up. And, you know, vending machine food is really expensive. And uh, my current job, the, the cafeteria is pretty damn nice. As far as, uh, I mean, it's not vending machines. They've got a very well-stocked cafeteria. I mean, there's all kinds of shit. It's not in a vending machine. You just pick up the item you want. It's uh, almost like uh, the places you see at the airport. Where you go, like the stores there, you go there, you pick up your shit, and then you just go pay uh, at the register. Although there's not a person here, it's just a kiosk. They have the honor system, although it's on video. <laughs> so if you do not pay, I mean, they'll, they know and can see that uh, you didn't pay on video. And people have been busted for that. And fired. And fired. Anyway... But, I mean, it's well-stocked. They got all kinds of shit in there. They got energy drinks. They got all kinds of shit. <clears throat> Everything you could want. Uh, you know, sandwiches you can heat up in the microwave and uh, and whatnot. Fucking Reese's. And uh, I avoid it, though. I avoid it because I don't want to spend the money because I'm broke. And, uh, you know, Penthouse is not cheap. <laughs> and I got to feed Agent Mulder, so... And and also, you know, I try not to – I eat bad enough as it is. I don't need to throw in, like, junk food at work eat on top of that. That being said, though, the uh, that's, that's why I don't go to the fucking cafeteria where they were having the raffle. And had I been in there, I would have known, hey, I fucking won something. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had won a Yeti cooler – and this thing is uh, pretty fucking durable, man. I like I don't use coolers much. I do have, I did have, I still have, I guess, another cooler. It's the Igloo or what have you. It's a cheaper cooler that I think I originally got years ago when I attempted to make kombucha. <laughs> and uh, maybe I had it for some other reason, but I feel like that's what I initially had gotten it for. And... Uh, I haven't used it a whole lot. I'm going to use it here and there. Um, it's good to have uh, coolers, though, I'd say, for, uh, you know, hanging out with the uh, run group. I peeps from there. 
you know, they do events sometimes where it's handy to have a fucking cooler. <laughs> and uh, this Yeti cooler, man, it is fucking, it is the shit. I mean, it's, a, I've never really been excited for coolers before, but I've never had like a good one. Like this one is, like when I got it, it was on a day when it was around 90 degrees. It was gotten up pretty hot. Like yesterday was even hotter. It was like 94, 95. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, this thing had been sitting inside an office, so it was like cooler in there uh, for like a week when I when I picked it up. And uh, <laughs> they called it the vault where they kept it uh, in HR. They're like, uh, it's probably in the vault. Go check in the vault. I was like, you know, was there like a bank door? Like what's going on here? <laughs> No, it was just like a closet, but, uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, like they had kept it in there and, uh, there wasn't ice of course or anything in there. They weren't, I don't, I don't believe they used it. It looked clean. Like there was still some stuff and plastic on the inside. And, uh, <clears throat> and this company, I mean, they like to, uh, they like to, you know, buy, like, I, I imagine they probably get a deal with stuff, like, with Yeti and everything, but, uh, like, you know, corporations have uh, things where, like, I don't know that they're necessarily paying a lot for this. Um, They might be doing some kind of bartering. Maybe they uh, did some work for Yeti or something at some point. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> maybe they built a Yeti building. And, uh... So, uh, this cooler, man, I opened it up and it was fucking cold inside and it had been sitting in my car for a little while because I had to, you know, transport it and everything. And I put it in my garage, but when I opened it, man, it was fucking cold inside. Not like freezing cold, but it's like, holy shit, the insulation on this thing, it's not the stainless steel. Like Yeti's got, you know, various different coolers. This one's the 35 can, I guess is what it's considered like size wise, which is a decent size cooler. Um, and it's, uh, it's a fucking heavy duty, like plastic. I mean, it is super insulated, surprisingly heavy. <laughs> and, uh, man, it, it is, uh, I, I checked at the retail price on this thing. It's like $275 retail. Like, if you get the steel ones, then it gets real crazy. It gets, like, $800 for, like, the same size. I can't imagine ever spending that kind of money on a fucking cooler. Like, I'd have to be... I Well, one, I'd have to, you know, not have the debt I have. <laughs> and need a rugged cooler. Uh, like, my cheap cooler is fine, you know, if you, as long as you get enough ice. You toss it in there, and you're good to go. Um, I'm not doing crazy shit when I use a cooler. <laughs> like if I'm doing some white, uh, water river rafting or something, you know, some extreme shit outdoors where I'm concerned that things, you know, might get damaged. Um, that's what I would need this Yeti for, you know, that would be like, fuck yeah, let's get this really hardcore, serious fucking cooler. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, um, 
So like I uh, but uh I I lost track here. This cooler is is uh is something else. I was really surprised. And uh I did ha- I do have these uh ice packs that I throw in my freezer for uh that I can since I, you know, bring my lunch in a cooler and uh, leave it out in my car cuz I eat my again go to break time I go in my car eat, eat lunch when it's been triple digits you know I'm a little concerned my sandwich might get a little fucked up so I've been throwing an ice pack in there and so I got the a couple of ice packs sitting in my freezer I'm like you know what let's fucking try it this cooler so last night man I tried it and uh, I bought uh, some Cayman Jack's uh margarita uh deals from uh, Casey's I tossed that in the Yeti man with those two ice packs and uh i put it in there at like 5 p.m last night with the ice packs and uh while i was playing call of duty last night i was like you know i kept at my bedroom so like as i was playing call of duty uh, on the uh, pc here i was knocking back a few of the cayman jacks and then uh I went ahead and left it in the the cooler overnight and checking it today, the the ice packs did finally melt. Like they weren't melted at all last night. The last I checked it like midnight or one, wherever the fuck time it was. Of course, when I got up though, like nine, it was, uh, they were melted, but damn, it was still fucking cool, cold inside there. And, uh, I took the ice one ice pack out and, refroze it uh, i'm curious to see i'm betting those that it's still fucking cold inside that cooler i am uh pretty amazed but and these ice packs i put in there are not that big like one's pretty small but the other i mean it's trying to think it like how long it is without looking at it i'm not not 100 percent sure like maybe i would be surprised if it was nine inches long maybe a quarter of an inch thick if that <clears throat> that's like the bigger one the other one's like maybe five inches long with the like same width or thickness rather uh <clears throat> but uh yeah man i was it was i was pretty ecstatic with this how i mean this thing could looks like you know you could drop it off a a fucking bridge <laughs> onto like concrete from you know pretty high up and then see it just like still uh hold up i mean it's it's a solid fucking thing again surprisingly heavy for a fucking cooler like that that size you know it's not a massive cooler. it's a good size cooler but it's not like massive and it's all that insulation and everything that uh, makes it so uh heavy and uh yeah pretty pretty excited about it pretty happy about it uh, I was pretty stoked. Although this is the problem though. When you start winning a lot of shit at work is, uh, you know, I already had like one friend ask me like, who do you have to blow to keep winning shit? To be fair though, the, the last thing that I won with the raffle, the, the, uh, Oculus, which was, I don't know, a month or two ago, I'm not sure in anymore. Uh, it's been a while. My, my porn machine, <laughs> Uh, that was, uh, for perfect attendance. And to this day, I've been there like a week over nine months. 
I only know that because because uh, the sign-on bonus, I get uh, an extra, I get $500 every four months, and I just got my nine-month one. <laughs> I'm not like every every, every day counting. <laughs> like, okay, how, how many days have I been there? Um, uh, the only reason I know that, yeah, because of the signing bonus. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I have yet to miss a day, even though I, though I, and I haven't been late, though I was really close to being late one day. I, I overslept and um, strolled in with like 10 seconds left to clock in. And uh, haven't overslept since then to where that was an issue. But, man, that was that was close. And uh, that being said, though, I mean, they have every month a perfect attendance raffle. And... Uh, at our plant, the people that can uh, win that, there was a, roughly, I want to say, 180 employees at our plant. So the raffle's just at our plant. And uh, so my odds, I mean, 180 people aren't, are not, do not have a perfect attendance ever. <laughs> That's just not a thing. I don't know what the percentage of that 180 is. But I'm thinking it's fairly low to have, like, perfect attendance in that month. And when you have, like, nine months straight of perfect attendance, like, it seems to me highly likely that you're going to win a prize out of these raffles. I mean, I would be surprised if it was even close to 50% of that. (laughs) Um, So it's, you know, like, one out of, I would guess, every month one out at best maybe one out of 50 or so so i mean my odds are fairly good it's like not like winning powerball (laughs) i figured it was only a matter of time that i would win one of the uh, perfect attendance of things i i you know being around there like especially in the hot weather it seems that a lot of uh and guys have sick time there so you know well, well there's women that work there too but I mean, they give us sick time, which is something I am unfamiliar with at a workplace. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, if you're not feeling well, you can just use some sick time. Well, you, you know, you're not going to have, like, perfect attendance when you do that. So you're going to miss out on those raffles That's what I'm saying, though. So, But uh, there's a lot of, especially with the hotter weather, man, there's, I think, very few people with perfect attendance. So I'm just saying... I didn't have to suck anybody's dick <laughs> to win that prize. I don't know how I got this cooler. And at first they thought it was a chair, which I was thinking was just some cheapy outside chair, you know, like less than $100 or maybe, you know, they they do throw some money around. Fuck with the Oculus. I mean, that was around 350 or so-ish for retail. Again, maybe they've done, maybe they got some promotional deal. I don't know that they're, I doubt that they're paying full price for these things. And they have several plants across the United States. So when they get this stuff, they're probably, you know, buying multiple ones so they can do this stuff at uh, their other plants. And they, I mean, I'm sure they're getting deals. Anywho. Regardless, they they got some some nice shit, man. And that was uh, 
I I've got to start. Uh, it's it put me on the spot. Like I feel like I've got to do some stuff that requires having a cooler. <laughs> I gotta. Uh, I'm not a big. I'm not really into float trips and stuff. But I feel like I'm almost, almost have to do at least one float trip now that I got this hardcore serious uh, cooler. <laughs> it seems like you know I need to go hang off the side of a cliff or something and have this thing. <laughs> <laughs> like it is so fucking rugged, you know. I almost need to buy a pickup truck to to justify having this thing. Uh, I'm sure you know I could probably sell it too, but yeah, no, I already put one sticker on it too. I can't do that. It's the uh, remember, kids, electricity will kill you sticker that I got off Amazon. Instead of paying for shipping, I could have added some stuff for a couple of bucks to get free shipping so i i bought some stickers that said remember kids electricity will kill you and it's uh a lightning bolt dude with a head uh (laughs) cartoon character with a knife uh holding it at a kid that's uh pretty classic and uh i'm gonna be putting some more stickers on there as well uh yeah but holy shit yeah this cooler pretty stoked about that um, which I completely sidetracked myself as to, uh, I feel like I had some other shit to talk about, but, uh, I don't even remember. It's, uh, man, there's just been, uh, I feel like a lot of news of people dying and, uh, I lose track before, you know, the podcast happens, which ones I've talked about when ones, uh, hell, I don't know. Uh, this week, yeah, I don't know, like Pee Wee uh, happened a couple of weeks ago, I guess now, but uh, I, I believe I mentioned that one. And uh, man, I think the best clip I saw of Pee Wee, which I feel like I may have talked about this already, but like there was uh, Andy Samberg when he was still on SNL, did a bit with him, uh, and uh, they meet in a bar. <laughs> And Pee-wee's just drinking milk. And he's like, uh, hey, can I buy it? He's like, Andy is telling Pee-wee how much he's just been like a lifelong fan. He's like, can I, can I buy you a drink? Well, he's like, I'm just drink. Normally I just drink milk, but, uh, all right, let's, he's like, they end up doing shots and just get completely inebriated. Attack Anderson Cooper at one point. <laughs> and a cop. <laughs> then get, uh, their friends, which include, you know, Pee Wee's chair and everything, uh, end up, uh, <laughs> um, you know, talking with them, getting the, uh, whatchamacallit, where your friends, you know, meet up and, uh, I'm blanking. Jesus. <laughs> intervention. They have an intervention for them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's like Andy's friends and, of course, like Pee-wee's, you know, friends, which are like a couch, a chair, robot. <laughs> I forgot the names. Uh, and then, of course, they all get drunk again at the end. And uh, it's pretty fantastic. It's not on SNL's YouTube channel, but they had it at, uh, on uh, Saturday Night Live's uh, Instagram page. Or you can watch it on there. It was pretty epic. I had seen it back in the day, but I'd forgotten about it. And uh still holds up. Still holds up. Solid shit. 
<clears throat> yeah, yeah, and as I recall, yeah, I did. Br- I think I did. Uh, I don't think I played the audio to it when he passed, but uh, I I digress. As uh, I know, I had talked about uh, him being in Cheech and Chong. <clears throat> or so that's what my memory tells me. Fuck. Uh man. I think I'm man. I'm really going through a burnout phase of Call of Duty as I was last night playing more of it, and maybe it was the alcohol that was ruining it for me. But I really felt like burnout as uh. I just wasn't feeling it last night. I uh, feel like I need to uh, venture out to some different games again. Been playing too much of that. As uh, I haven't really been stream, I've been wanting to stream more on uh, Twitch. Almost said Instagram, but no, Twitch. As I haven't been doing that because when I do the podcast now, I've been uh, just man, my throat it uh, starts hurting so bad. After talking for an hour, mainly to by myself, I feel like if I was talking to somebody else, it wouldn't be so bad. I think it's from uh, doing the welding so much that uh, it gets a little uh, fucked up from all that. And then trying to talk for long periods of time. It's no good. No good. Ugh. Probably fucked my voice all up from uh, doing this for years. Somehow, as uh, Agent Mulder's uh, saying hi. I did, uh, man, I feel like I need to stop doing this shit because I'm going to end up at some point forgetting to cancel this stuff, but I got another free subscription going on. (laughs) It's time for Apple TV because when I got the uh, new uh, iPhone, it came with a three-month free subscription to Apple TV. And I wanted to watch the uh, Michael J. Fox doc, and uh, uh, called "Still," which is <clears throat> which is good stuff. Um, is, uh, being a, a fan of Michael J. Fox is, uh, you know, I grew up to uh, uh, Back to the Future, of course. And I watched him in uh, Family Ties is where he got his first real big break. Which Tom Hanks was also on there early on. He was like his uncle. Fucking love me some Tom Hanks. Anywho, yeah, I grew up as a a fan of the Michael J. Fox, which I think pretty much anybody that grew up in the fucking 80s was a fan of Michael J. Fox. I mean, there was like no bigger star than MJ. Fox, <laughs> like my cat, Fox, <laughs> and uh, man, it was, it was really sad uh, whenever, you know, it came out that uh, he had the uh, Parkinson's, and uh, if you're, I mean, if you're a fan of uh, Michael J. Fox, I mean, it is definitely good to uh, watch the documentary and kind of get like a feel like, I mean, he gets, I feel like he's really honest about the whole stuff. And, uh, whereas like, I mean, he talks about him before having, uh, uh, the diagnosis that, uh, he was quite a bit of a dick 
he had become like a dick. Uh, you know, he was uh, like the number one star in the world, you know, for a bit, for a minute. Or, you know, a few years. And uh, he was a hard, uh, heavy drunk. And uh, <clears throat> he uh, actually, before, like, he made it famous, he did, like, talk about it in there, too. Whereas, uh, <sighs> you know, his, uh, it didn't seem like he was going to go far in life because, like, uh, when he started uh, uh, driving at, like, a young age, he was just wrecking cars. He had no you know, interest in school, really, and everything. And, uh, you know, acting is about the only thing that ever really saved him and it just like uh it was his dad like he his dad seemed like a real pragmatist you know the you know you should uh do you know acting wasn't something that uh seemed like anything he would get behind but yet uh when michael j fox he wasn't i don't believe he was quite an adult yet uh wanted to try out some parts uh, in acting and uh, had to uh, wanted to move to LA. He ended up like going all in for him, which before then it seemed like he was just uh, Michael J. Fox was just a, a big screw up. And uh, his dad like went all in on it and uh, <clears throat> it took him like, like six or seven years to finally get that part on family ties. And he was living on no fucking money. Like, uh, completely broke. And, uh, it's just a really good documentary. And then I'm just like getting into, uh, this whole mindset whenever, uh, I mean, it's just in total. I mean, I can't imagine what it must be like to, uh, deal with that disease every fucking day. I mean, he, uh, he falls all the time. He gets broken bones and all kinds of shit. It's just like another day in the life. As uh, uh, I can't, I can't imagine having to deal with that or something like Tourette's. Or Tourette's, I don't know if it's like a, what causes it is is similar. Um, but I know you know like Tourette's. Some of it can be like verbal tics. Where some of it's body ticks. That that's the shit that, like the verbal stuff. I feel like you can get, you could deal with that more. But when it's like your body, you have uncontrollable ticks. Like these people that have severe Tourette's. I mean, they hurt themselves on a daily basis. And it's just, uh, it's insane to think about. But uh, you know, watching that that doc on Michael J. Fox. I mean, he seems to still be like an upbeat guy, even though, you know, it's just fucking terrible what he deals with. And he's, you know, at least in public, you know, he can still, cr uh, crack jokes and everything. He's, he's just a funny guy. And, uh, I mean, when he did talk, you know, early in the documentary about being a dick, it wasn't like he was a complete scumbag. He wasn't like raping people, that sort of thing. He just, you know, <laughs> Realized he was the star and could be kind of a dick. <laughs> My point is he, he wasn't ever like Harvey Weinstein or anything like that. He was just kind of an ass. <laughs> he wasn't a complete fucking horrible 
human being just kind of a dick <laughs> though i mean he was funny 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 guy always a funny guy the timing everything there's there's he's just got that charisma man it's really hard after watching that doc it's going to be hard to go back and watch michael j fox movies cuz in that documentary it's one nice thing about it is they go through and they add in footage which i think that documentary is based on one of the books he wrote I don't know if it's also called Still, but he had recently put out a book right before, I guess, putting out that documentary, and I think there's a lot of, because he's also, like, reading stuff that he had written, like, in in this documentary, so I think a lot of it's from just that book. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> uh, anyway, you get a lot of footage from uh, Michael J. Fox movies. And, uh, whew, um, I was going to look, <laughs> I don't know, I was going to look up, uh, what the book was anyway. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth a good watch if you, uh, want to just like, I, me personally, there's not enough on Apple TV to justify a monthly, uh, subscription for it. I've started watching Ted Lasso, which is isn't bad. I like Jason Sudeikis a lot, and there's some f- definite funny moments on it. Not enough for me to like go like I have to see what happens next, and pay for it every month. <clears throat> um, and I I really haven't. F- I mean, there's other they've got some big stars involved in stuff, and different shows and stuff. Uh. But it doesn't seem like there's just that much at all on Apple TV. And uh, definitely one I, I'm not going to be renewing that subscription service. At least with the Amazon Prime. Um, That I... The trial, the free service, is probably over here <laughs> shortly. I have to decide whether I want to pay again for that or not. But at least with that, I get benefits on Twitch. And, uh, you know, free shipping on Amazon, um, as well as like, uh, call of duty. You can get some free skins and shit. Well, I also have an, a, uh, prime account and there is, you know, a couple of shows I really did enjoy on Amazon prime, like that. I want to see how they end up, which is the boys. And, uh, now that I've finally watched it. And the Lord of the Rings was pretty good. I really like how that one wrapped up in the end. I want to see the second season of that that uh, show. Um, speaking back of Michael J. Fox, though, I got to say possibly my favorite Michael J. Fox movie of all time. Which I mean, it's hard to say. You know, Back to the Future. <laughs> my uh, I, other. I mean, that one is just truly classic. Um, I would say probably The Frighteners, though, is probably my favorite. Um, I've, you know, it's hard for me to say, you know, Back to the Future isn't it, but uh, I would, I just really enjoy The Frighteners. And, of course, that is, uh, That is uh ninety six is when that came out. I wasn't sure when that came out. Um 
was like four or five years before the uh, Lord of the Rings came out. Um, it's uh, I mentioned that because of the fact that Peter Jackson did the film. And uh, <clears throat> I really enjoyed that movie. The whole uh, bit is there's these serial killers that if, if you haven't seen the film, um, well, spoiler alert, I guess. It starts out, Michael J. Fox, well, I guess I could read the synopsis here on IMDb. After a tragic car accident kills his wife, a man discovers he can communicate with the dead, and he uses that gift to con people. However, when a demonic spirit appears, he may be the only one who can stop it from killing the living and the dead. Which, uh, spoiler alert, turns out it's a serial killer that's the demonic spirit. Uh... Man, it's it's got a great cast, uh, you know. Obviously, Michael J. Fox and uh, Arlie Army is in it. Uh, the drill sergeant um, from Full Metal Jacket, who's uh, passed away, I guess, a few years ago now. And uh, man, I can't remember the. Uh, I'm about to look at. Uh, let's see, one there was like a a couple of serial killers. They were. Uh, Jake Busey, yeah, he's he's pretty great in it. Gary Busey's son, Jake Busey, it's pretty great. Arlie Army, but uh, is uh one like they have several ghosts in it, and he is uh, his part's not. I don't remember being real big, but uh, he's definitely like they go through this cemetery part, and he's of course a soldier. As in real life, I believe he was really a drill sergeant. Or at least he wasn't in the Marines, if I I, I I do believe. I feel like he was actually a drill sergeant in there, though. I know he was uh, <laughs> in the service, though. Um, but, I mean, it's uh, just a couple of years before the, uh, the Lord of the Rings. And uh, it was when, I guess, Peter Jackson was f- starting to get some, like, bigger projects going uh but uh here's some trivia they've got going on here on imdb it was during the filming uh uh during filming this on location new zealand of course where peter jackson lives and michael j fox made up his mind that he'd had enough of being away from his family making movies and decided to head back to small screen and start uh in a new sitcom spin city so this is not too long before he came out with the uh that was his last leading role in a film. That's a good one to end on. Um, which, uh, yeah, like during his filming of Spin Cities when uh, he came out with the Parkinson's. Uh, oh, this is great. <laughs> uh, Michael J. Fox repeatedly blew his lines by calling the judge, played by John Aston, uh, Doc the name of Christopher Lloyd's character in the Back to the Future trilogy. Uh, that's pretty great. <laughs> See here, it says, Michael J. Fox performed many of his own stunts in the film. Ironically, he broke his foot by a simple fall while filming in the forest at night. Sir Peter Jackson said Fox's injury was actually a blessing in disguise because it allowed him to work on the script some more and edit some of the film's uh, scenes while Fox recovered for a week. 
Um, says here, no actor other than Michael J. Fox was considered for the role of Frank Bannister. Sir uh, Peter Jackson and Dame Fran Walsh were having a meeting with Robert Zemeckis about the film, and his name came up. Jackson liked the idea and sent the script to Fox. And uh, the last little bit they have here. The film was originally made to be PG-13. However, the MPAA thought the film was too intense for the rating and gave it an R, which I think is a joke. Um, No matter how much Peter Jackson would edit the movie to try to get the desired rating, the ratings board would keep it R, including citing some reasons like a door was shot by a gun too many times. Jackson being angry that he toned himself down for nothing it uh changed a death scene in the movie to be more graphic in order to make the rating feel more deserving fantastic oh no they have more there's like 37 more jesus okay i don't need to read all these uh yeah there's uh that movie is pretty great is uh i mean i just like the feel i haven't watched it in years but i definitely am a fan of it is uh I really just really enjoy it even though like there's a it almost has like a ghost feel he's basically playing uh Michael J Fox is basically Whoopi Goldberg's character in Ghost uh although she didn't have like a a loved one die in a car accident she was just you know a grifter pretending to talk to spirits he he was pretending he could communicate with the dead. Uh, or well, I guess he did. He was actually communicating with him, whereas Whoopi Goldberg was just completely making the shit up. This is a slightly different, slightly different. Oh, it's, oh man, there's a. I need to watch this. I'm getting ads for the Asteroid City that I, I need to watch. The uh, Wes Anderson. I haven't watched a Wes Anderson movie in a long time. I do uh, love some Wes Anderson movies. Nobody makes movies quite like Wes Anderson. He's definitely got a style upon his own. It's got Brian Cranston and Tom Hanks in it. How can you go wrong with those two? It's... uh. Holy shit. No, I don't see Bill Murray, though. That's the uh, first time in quite a while I haven't... Uh, I guess he's not in every Wes Anderson movie, but he's in quite a few. I don't... Uh, I'm not seeing either of the... Uh, any of the Wilson brothers. That That's surprising. There's usually at least Luke or Owen in there. Just sneaking in there. Schwart- Jason Schwartzman's in there. He's... He's a regular in the in the old West West universe. <laughs> uh anyway, uh, I, I believe I did see uh, trailers for that before. Um, man, I feel like there's oh Matt Dillon's in it. I didn't see him. Um, Willem Dafoe. Gosh, man, and the Jeff Goldblum. Good shit. Uh but uh, back to, yeah, Apple Plus. Uh, you know, it's worth, like, giving it a go, I guess, if you want to do the trial. And there is other shit on there that I haven't watched, but I don't feel like I'm going to be... Uh, 
watching um, all of that. <laughs> I, there's only a few that uh, I want to even try to watch. And I, I just got too many... Uh, Too, too many other streaming. I can't even watch all the shit <laughs> that I currently have, you know, in the uh, <clears throat> in the Netflix and everything and uh, Disney Plus. And, oh, man, we're just like two weeks away from Ahsoka, which I don't think I mentioned this when it happened. Maybe I did, but I'm saddened by the uh, passing of Ray Stevens, who uh, unfortunately and fortunately, unfortunately, Apparently he's got, you know, a strong character. I believe he's a villain in the Ahsoka Tano uh, series. So it'll be bittersweet, I guess, to see him. And unfortunately, that means, you know, I imagine his character is not going to continue on. So I don't know how they're going to wrap that up. That might really fuck that series up. As uh, he did go to a Star Wars celebration, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he seemed pretty stoked about uh, being there. As I believe he was in his 50s, pushing 60, maybe. And, I man, I really did enjoy his uh, Punisher film, his uh, Punisher Warzone. And, uh, but uh, I am s- sort of excited to see that series, although I know, like, all the series that are coming out right now, I think a lot of the issues that they've had, and they haven't been so good, like Mandalorian uh, Season 3. Um, not the greatest season of The Mandalorian. There was some highlights in there, but for the most part, not great. As a, it's the worst season so far. As uh, I'm sure COVID had a lot to do with that. You know, the restrictions, they had to fucking work around a lot of stuff, had to axe a lot of stuff, really fucked a lot of shit up. And uh, hopefully we can just chalk it up to that. Whereas I think... <laughs> That's fucked with a lot of shows. And unfortunately now with the whole uh, writer's strike and everything, that's going to be another one that really hurts the production of all these uh, movies and uh, TV uh, and shows. I feel like they're going to not be as good as they, they would have been. Um, that being said, uh, I did hear that... Uh, they could be scrapping Mandalorian season four and put possibly just wrapping it up with a movie, which would be cool to have a Mandalorian movie. But you know, I'd kind of like to see it see it go on. But I would, it would be real nice, I think, to uh, see that character get just like a f- big budget stuff. That's one thing that's really been uh, I I miss seeing S- Star Wars in the theater and having a massive budget. I know one thing that really dis- does distract me in the shows, which I really do like the Star Wars Disney shows. You know, uh, I feel like they could be better in a lot of ways, but uh, a lot of... They still have a massive budget, but it's not that of a big budget movie. And you can really see that, especially in like the Obi-Wan series. There's some really good shit in there. But you can tell that like, oh, they don't have the budget of a movie. And I feel like they probably put more money in like season one of Mandalorian. 
and that they've really cut back. Like season two wasn't too bad. Uh, but they've definitely cut back the uh, budgets of the shows as far as production value, because you can see, see that there's just not as much in those sets and everything like they, uh, or maybe they're just not doing a good enough job of hiding it. I'm not sure. Or perhaps I'm just overanalyzing shit. This could be a <laughs> compilation of things that's really uh, adding up. Um, oh, I'm only looking at uh, the IMDb, going back to Peter Jackson. I guess the Frighteners was the last thing that uh, Peter Jackson did before Lord of the Rings, actually. Which I, I figured, like, there wasn't that much. Heavenly Creatures, I guess, was his first, like, bigger movie. Uh, I mean, Dead or Alive came out, like, not too long before that. But I don't think that one was, like, a real big movie. And Heavenly Creatures, I think that was Kate Winslet's first uh, role that really got her any attention, of course. I mean, she wasn't, like, a household name, really, until Titanic. But, uh, which that came out not too long before Titanic. Anywho, yeah. Peter Jackson, he really hasn't done that many films. <laughs> I mean, if you just consider all of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies as one thing or two things. I mean, the way they film them, they film them like all together, basically. So it's. Mainly, that's what his career has consisted of, is uh, fucking Lord of the Rings, man. He's really, he must be a just an obscene fan of that stuff to really be that involved with it. And, of course, man, he did a great job with that Beatles doc. And if you haven't seen it, I know we've talked about it. It's been a while in the podcast. We used to talk about it. I feel like a lot, but... Peter Jackson had some pretty crazy early films. Um, like his first full-length feature was Bad Taste, which is a... It's not bad, especially for like a first film. Like He did a short before then, and shit, like nine years before Bad Taste, um, which I have not watched. But uh, Bad Taste, man, like the the effects they use in it were pretty fucking great. Like the, the, they did a lot of masks and everything. And you could tell that he was really good. He was very interested in doing special effects, even, you know, coming out of the gate with that one. But his second film, meet the feebles, man. Holy shit. The Muppets on crack, man. That is, uh, a. <laughs> Oh, if you have not seen Meet the Feebles, man, that is something else. An alligator doing heroin that was in Vietnam. There's some S&M shit going on. There's a rabbit with AIDS that uh, gets a story put out by a fly that's hanging out in his toilet. <laughs> that's a reporter. <laughs> There's a massacre at the end. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. 
That's uh <laughs> And you couldn't find the film before Lord of the Rings came out and all of a sudden because he was it was the same director for a minute they would like even sell it at fucking Walmart when you know selling DVDs was a big thing which they still do but which fuck you might still be able to find it at Walmart but back when there was a fuck ton of DVDs at Walmart like you after like the minute Lord of the Rings came out, it was like you could find it all of a sudden, like anything that Peter Jackson touched. It was like, and they plastered it all over the box was like from the delect- director of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, uh, and if you're <laughs> expecting like a family friendly thing and just like, Oh, we love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Let's watch this. Yeah, no, it's nothing like Lord of the Rings. Um, beautiful though, beautiful though that it's the the same director. Fantastic shit. Uh. <laughs> uh. Trying to look at the trivia for that one. Uh, nothing striking me is too too exciting here. Is uh. Oh wow! I didn't know this. The film was originally conceived as part of a television series and only belatedly became a feature after Japanese investors proposed expanding it. As such, the script was hastily rewritten. Really, it was going to be a TV show. Hmm. Uh, that is interesting. Ah, uh, I am going to. Uh, of course, I'll be wrapping up here shortly, but I'm going to have to check that cooler. See if that shit's still cool and then uh, throw that ice pack back in there. Uh, I might have another one or two of those. Came in jacks later. As uh, Man, it's just getting so tough for me to talk for hours on end anymore. It is really fucking with my vocal cords. As... uh. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hopefully, uh, I don't have to have like surgery at some point or whatever. Yeah, I have to start icing my throat. <laughs> Just keep ice wrapped around my throat. So I'm ready to record. I feel like if I just like get a job at some point that doesn't involve welding, that it should just alleviate a lot of the issues. <laughs> But then, you know, I'm not going to win coolers. It's a it's a hard situation. It's uh decisions, decisions. Um then again, you know, maybe I'll win some uh Powerball eventually. You know, they were saying to me like, "Hey, do you have a lot of luck winning things?" And my first thought was just like, "Man, just fucking I just not when it comes to the lottery." <laughs> I can win shit at work. Back to like winning stuff, man. I like there's I'm almost afraid to start win more shit at work. Cause I had this happen at Magnet, and of course I was there for twenty one years. Um I won a couple of times and I mean just a couple of times. I want they would do for a few years they did a thousand dollars for perfect attendance if you had a year with perfect attendance. And spoiler alert, very few people would go a year without missing a day. <laughs> it was a rare thing. And I did that, 
I would say probably 90% of the time I was there. The last couple of years, I did call in a few times. Like when the pandemic happened, I was like, I was more afraid, you know, that I might have COVID and shit. And there was a handful of times, um, I would say the last, I guess, two years I was there. I called in a few times. And there was like one or two other years, I guess maybe two other years, uh, where I didn't didn't have 100% perfect attendance. So I, pro- I probably had altogether maybe five of the 21 years where I didn't have perfect attendance. I feel like that's <laughs> an insane amount of time to have like perfect attendance. That is way fucking insane. Um, that is well over a decade. <laughs> right, I didn't miss a day. Um, and yeah, I de- definitely had plenty of days in those years where I felt like shit and I went to work anyway. <laughs> That being said, though, like the perfect attendance and I won, it was a thousand dollars, and people got you know mad at me for that, and I also won a Wii, and it wasn't, but at, when I won the Wii there, it'd been out for a couple of years. Was it like brand new at the time? Um, and occasionally I would win other stuff, but for the most, like when I won that Wii, all of a sudden people were like, "Oh, you lucky bastard." I mean, the like I always thought it was like there's Magnet. I guess at the time had about 400 employees, ish. That could have been uh, in involved in that. So I guess my odds of winning shit at the current job are uh, a little bit better there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, people get really aggravated uh, when you you win uh, those drawings. It work, man. It could, you know, I might have to start watching out. Hopefully people don't start, like, stabbing my tires or something. Maybe that's why I got egged. Somebody followed me home after I won the cooler. Like, you motherfucker. That could have been it. They were like, you fucker. I wanted that Yeti cooler. And uh, came home and just fucking egged my garage. I doubt it. But, you know, mate, it's a possibility possibilities like that fucker he got an oculus and a fucking yeti cooler you son of a bitch gonna fucking egg your driveway <laughs> your uh fucking uh garage door uh as uh now i'm gonna be paranoid next time i, I drive home from work i'm gonna be like watching who's behind me are they following me which way are they going are they marking which fucking fucking driveway i'm pulling into you sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that stuff's going to be cold, though. I think it's going to be cold. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pause this. I'm going to check it, and then I'm just going to report back. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do here before I wrap it up. It'll, uh... Oh, uh, it, yeah, it's... It's still cold. It's still cold. I opened it up. Still cold. Man, this stuff seals so well, you hear it, like, pop when you open it, <laughs> like, that you're breaking the seal. So fantastic. I mean, it's it's not as cold as it was. Um, I need to throw that ice pack back in it. It's Right now, it's currently 1.30 p.m., <laughs> whereas I put that stuff in there originally yesterday at, like, 5 p.m., maybe a little bit later, but I think it was about 5 p.m., maybe 5.30-ish. So it's not quite 24 hours, but I bet it would be still fairly cold if I left it in there without even putting more ice in there. If I'd check it again at like 5.30 p.m. 
I don't plan on doing that. I'm going to throw that other ice pack, swap out ice packs. Just got to keep it cool. So I have I have drinks ready to roll and uh, where I where I play my video games. Uh but, uh yeah, the thing is things pretty solid. Got to say. I enjoy it. It's uh keeping it cool, man. It's keeping it cool. Uh but I guess that's really all I've got. So as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.